With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Saturday, February 6th. And uh, guess what? Tax season officially opens on February 12th, so days away. But, uh, you know, we are very excited that you are joining us because we have a lot of information ready to go. And, uh, you know, the part of the process that's very difficult around taxes is not just gathering your documents, but understanding what you need to do. The educational part of your journey begins right here with our guest, Ed Slot. Now, remember, Ed's episode that we dropped uh, about a few weeks ago um, in late January, that's still available. And he's an expert. And you know who else is an expert? H&R Block. They are the sponsor of this podcast, and they've got all of your tax needs covered. It's kind of cool. Their experts have an average of 10 years experience. And you know, it's great when you have an expert and all that experience. They've seen it all. They can help get you the credits and the deductions that you deserve. H&R Block has a bunch of tax pros. They'll do your taxes for you, or you can walk into a local office, or you can make an appointment. And if you don't want to meet face-to-face, that's not a problem. You can drop your documents off. You can send them a picture of your documents. They'll do the rest. All you have to do is review and approve online. And even if you do-it-yourselfers out there, if you want to do your own taxes, they've got tax pros at H&R Block who can help every step of the way. They can do that via screen share or they can do it on demand with chat and more. So that's kind of cool. H&R Block is going to help you get your taxes done with or without the office visit this year. You can go to hrblock.com. Remember, Block has your back, which is kind of cool. Okay, now our guest, Ed Slot, he is back. Ed actually has written a book. I believe I blurbed that book. Ed Slot is awesome. It's called The New Retirement Savings Time Bomb. We'll talk a little bit about that. But most importantly, we want to talk about taxes in general. We want to talk about what you need to do to think about this tax year and beyond. This is the more general episode that you just, this is your boot camp. This is your tax boot camp. And I suggest that if you have not done so, please go back and listen to our January 23rd episode with Ed. He really talks about specifics around COVID-19 in taxes. Mark will put a link to that episode in our show notes. So without further ado, here is our interview with Ed Slot. Let's go back in time a little bit and just do tax planning 101. What do most people goof up when they're filing their taxes, Ed? 
the record keeping. Lots of people have a bunch of IRAs and 401ks where they're taking money out. Now, that should be a little easier this year because RMDs were waived for everybody. So maybe you won't have all of that, but that's going to come back in 21. You have to make sure you take your RMDs. They're resuming in 21. So you have to do all your calculations if you have multiple accounts like that. The other thing that I'm seeing, uh, I was just speaking to an estate planning attorney and he's saying, and I heard this from others, that going back to COVID, we're always going to go back to COVID, no matter how you want to put it in your rearview mirror. I, I don't see it disappearing. He said, business is booming. People are updating their estate plans. They're worried about things uh, because of COVID. Am I going to get sick? Am I going to die? You know, updating powers of attorney to make sure other people can act for them if they're too ill to act for themselves. In fact, what I'm hearing now, coming back to RMDs, young people like people in their 40s and 50s, that's young, Jill, uh, 40s and 50s mm-hmm. is considered young now, uh, who never had to worry about RMDs. We're getting questions from more of them helping their parents or grandparents take RMDs. Uh, some of them got sick. They, you know, they didn't want to make sure they didn't miss out on anything. So we're seeing those people get into rules that really never applied to them. On the estate planning, you should, as a general rule, take out your beneficiary forms. This is good planning at any time for anyone. A lot of people miss out on this. They name a beneficiary for their IRA. Maybe they did that 20 years ago and never looked at the form. Some people have died. There's been changes. You should update that to make it coincide with your current plan. The reason I mentioned this because the SECURE Act that we talked about changed a lot of the post-death plans that people had made. It eliminated the so-called stretch IRA, that ability for your non-spouse beneficiaries, your children and grandchildren to extend distributions out over their lifetime, 20, 30, 50 years. Now that's been limited for most non-spouse beneficiaries, spouses are unaffected, to 10 years after death. That may not coincide with the plans you made, especially people with the largest IRAs that may have named a trust as their IRA beneficiary. Those trusts may not hold up. So you should look at your IRA and plan beneficiary forms. They should be updated in general anyway, whenever you have what I call a life event. What's that? You had a birth, a death, a marriage, a divorce, a remarriage. You had a change in the tax laws, a new grandchild. These things have to be updated. Updated, or in the COVID area, we're seeing people that their plans have changed. Maybe they were going to leave their IRA to their two children, and one child is doing really well, but the other's in hard times. They had them equal. Maybe they want to adjust that. So you really have to look back at these documents. They're all coming back due to changes in people's lives. I have to tell you a great story. I was a young financial planner, probably in the, I guess, in the early 90s. And um, I had a couple came in, second marriage for both. And I just, uh, I asked a, a question, which I thought was a pretty easy question, right? I just said, oh, who's Mary Smith? Like that, like very nonchalantly. <laughs> and uh, the woman looks at me. I mean, I thought that there was like daggers coming out of her eyes. And she was very quiet. And she turned to me, and she goes, why would you mention her? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's John's ex-wife. I knew you were going to say that. It's the ex. Yeah. And I said, that's funny because she's the beneficiary of his $500,000 401k account. And it was just a crazy team. So great, great advice there to update the bennies. 2021 tax filing. There are a lot of people who may have made um, Roth contributions because their income was down. They converted from traditional to Roth uh, IRAs. Um, What do they need to know about when they file their taxes. They'll get forms from their brokerage firms, right? Right. They'll get that same 1099R. It'll show a distribution. It'll be coded as a Roth conversion, but you owe tax on that. And that's not a bad thing. I was advising that big time, especially for people whose incomes were lowered in 2020, mainly because of the pandemic. We saw even business owners that had these small pass-through businesses like the little restaurants, the retail shops that were really hurt in 2020. They had these pass-through entities like the S-Corporation, sole proprietorship, partnerships, LLCs, all of that. And their business losses sometimes gave them negative income. And we encourage them, if you have negative income, I know that's a horrible thing, but if you have an IRA, convert that to a Roth. And many of them did. Now, that may cost them nothing or very little. That was a good move. And I would look at that again if there's some spillover to 21 and you see your income going low, first, yes, you will pay tax, but it may not be as much as you think if your income went down. And remember, we're in the lowest rates you may ever see in your lifetime. That's the key to all good tax planning. Always pay taxes at the lowest rates, even if you have to pay them up front. That's the thing people can't get their head out of it. They say, why would I pay taxes up front to have more later? It's prevention. I call Roth IRAs tax insurance. It's like you're buying an insurance policy against the uncertainty of what future higher taxes can do to your standard of living in retirement. Better to pay a little now than have a, have a big bill later. And with the market, you know, the market has built up a lot of accounts. Uh, that means the tax bill coming is building. So yes, on 2020 returns, you will include that as income. You'll pay the tax. And don't worry about that. You made a good move. I love tax-free because you keep 100% of your money. And the reason I love Roths, because people say, Ed, what if tax rates don't go up? Or what if they even go down? Highly unlikely, given our level of deficits and debts. But even if I'm wrong about the rates going up, that you should convert. The worst case scenario, I'm wrong. Your worst case scenario is you locked in a 0% tax rate for life. And you can't beat a 0% tax rate. They're not going to pay you to do it. And you also help yourself in terms of the required minimum distributions, as you aptly have pointed out to me in the past, that the required minimum distribution can shift some of the taxability around your social security, but more importantly, the Medicare income planning. So can you talk a little bit about that as well, how Medicare can get screwed up because you have too much income later in life? Right, right. And this is a tricky part. The Medicare, we're talking about what's called IRMA charges, income-related monthly adjustment amount. Anybody on Medicare knows what that is. So it's the IRMA charges for parts B and D. They increase 
as your income increases. But here's the tricky part about planning Medicare surcharges. Number one, it's not like you see it on a tax return. With Social Security, as you mentioned, as your income goes up, more of your Social Security can be taxed and you see it on the return. Medicare surcharges don't show up on a return. They're invisible. They're separate bills. Comes right out of your Social Security or you pay it directly. Plus, there's a two-year look-back rule. So if you do a conversion now in 2021, you won't see the increase in the Medicare surcharges till 2023. So you might say, whoa, I did this conversion. I guess Medicare forgot about me. (laughs) And then in two years, they catch up. And they take your 2021 income to determine what your 2023 Medicare surcharges are. Here's a good strategy you can use for Roth conversions if you're worried about that. Uh, What you can do if you're under 63. Now, this is not everybody, but I'm sure there's somebody listening that might say, oh, that's a great idea. So why not give it to them for that one person? Okay, convert at age 62 or earlier. If you convert at age 62, by the time Medicare gets it, it'll be 64 before you start at 65. So it won't affect your future Medicare surcharges at all. Whereas if you did it a year later at 63, and this is where people mess up, oh, I'll do it at 63. Nope, you're still going to get hit because Medicare will put that in for the year you turn 65. Mm, um, Before we let you go, two things. One is people are going to start doing their taxes and they are going to say, I bought a new monitor so I could work from home. I got some ring lights. I got a stand-up desk and I cannot wait to deduct that. And since the vast majority of these people are employees, could you be the killjoy for this part of the segment? It's great you you made yourself more valuable, but uh, there's nothing you need to do. Here's the good news. You won't need any receipts. You won't have to uh, you know figure out how much time you spent and all what room did you use because none of it is deducted thanks to that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Remember that we talked about that made your life so simple? Mm -hmm. See how simple it made? No deductions unless you're self-employed. Then it's another story. And then you can write off whatever, um, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, and what if, you know, a lot of people did start some businesses. I noticed that business formations were pretty big in the second half yeah. of 2020. I mean, how much can you reasonably get away with? Let me give you an example. Get laid off from CBS News, start a production company, right? Okay. Now I have to go out and buy my equipment, camera equipment, editing equipment, and I have um, maybe one client. So maybe just I made uh, 15 grand in business income and I have $15,000 of expenses. Can I just say, okay, I netted zero? Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. There's different ways to do it. Some of them can be expensed. Some of them, even if they qualify as equipment that normally has to be depreciated over so many years, you have the one-time expensing and that falls under the limits for that without getting into the details. So you can expense that. It's called Section 179 depreciation. So things that have longer lifespan, you can still deduct those. And you may end up one of those people with the startup, you might have negative income. Ooh, do a Roth conversion. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, now, before we let you go, 
Tell us about your new book. I'm very excited. Well, it's called The New Retirement Savings Time Bomb. So now you're going to say, well, Ed, you mean there was an old retirement savings? Yes. And now there are new and more severe threats to your savings. Look at all these tax laws. Look at possibly increasing taxes on your IRAs and 401ks. So I created in The New Retirement Savings Time Bomb an easy five-step plan to make the tax laws work for you instead of against you. And the bottom line is so you can have more, keep more, and make it last. Well, thanks so much again to Ed Slot. Boy, he's great. His website is irahelp.com. Don't forget to check out hrblock.com. And remember, Block has your back if you need any help. If you need help from us, just send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. It can be a tax question. It can be an IRA conversion question. It can be any question that is remotely financial. We are here for you. So shoot us an email. And as always, please wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. I know it. you can't do it physically, but metaphorically do it and you'll make them feel better. You will feel better for doing it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. (music) 